Okay, so Matt, what kind of dog do vampires like? Mm. I think I've heard this before. Bloodhounds. Ugh. <laughs> See, you're giving me some time. I'd have come up with that. Yeah, well, that's why I didn't give you time. I didn't. good. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to the graveyard. Thank you for joining us tonight. My name is Adam. And my name's Matt. Now, pull up a tombstone or settle into your casket and get comfortable because this is Graveyard Tales. (laughs) All right, everybody. So here we are with a second, a bonus episode for Halloween because this is Halloween and it is... Matt and my favorite holiday, and so we figured it was some of y'all's favorite holiday as well, so we thought we'd give you a little bonus um, for this special occasion, kind of like we did last year. Um, Yep. You have fished down into your kid's Halloween bag mm -hmm. and pulled out a full-size candy bar, so you're welcome. (laughs) Yep, you're welcome, and this will help get you through the, uh, the sugar rush that you inevitably have before you pass out and crash tonight in a sugar coma. Um, So what we're going to do tonight is it's going to be just kind of a quick, fun thing to do. Um, I found a list on the lineup.com of Halloween urban legends that I'm sure we have all heard. And, you know, some of them you you probably have heard. Some of them you may not have heard. And you'll be like, oh, that's kind of interesting. But I guarantee you, you've heard of a few of these. So we're going to run through them and we're going to talk about them and we're going to see if Matt has heard them or not. Um, so Matt, this first one, I know you have heard of this first one. It's okay. Bloody Mary. Oh, yeah. So according to uh, one of these popular Halloween urban legends, you should be careful what you say while gazing into the mirror putting on your Halloween makeup. Now, apparently, if you repeat the words Bloody Mary some number of times, it can be three, five, seven, while staring at your reflection, an evil woman from the other side may appear and try to drag you through the mirror. So, (laughs) it... Yeah, always. I mean, I can remember being a kid, maybe five to eight years old and learning about this thing and it terrified me of mirrors even though i wasn't gonna say bloody mary any number of times i was scared of a mirror in a dark bathroom and i remember my friends trying it one of them swore something happened the rest of them were like no nothing happened they always do they always swear see and i think growing up in tennessee bloody mary with the mirror thing was overshadowed by a similar thing that you did for the bell witch. Oh yeah. Yeah, probably. So, so we didn't grow up with the bloody Mary thing. Ours was always the bell witch. Same exact legend. Yeah. You go in a dark room, you look in the mirror, but the way the bell witch thing went is that she would reach out from the mirror and scratch you. Oh yeah. 
but you had to say, I don't believe in the Bell Witch. But oh, same, so same deal. It wasn't Bloody Belly? No, it wasn't Bloody <laughs> Belly. <laughs> bloody that's what belly. you had after the scratch. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, yeah. That, that's a Bloody it. Belly. That's it. You know, or that's what you have when you come to my house and the dogs jump on you. Right, right. You know. <laughs> Maybe if we pitted these two against each other, the Bell Witch and Bloody yeah. Mary, like we put two mirrors in the bathroom, you do the Bell Witch one on one and I do Bloody Mary on the other one, and then right as they appear, we dive out of the way and let them duke it out. <laughs> we create a psychomantium. Yes. For the two of these. <laughs> yes. I love it. Let's do it. I'll be there soon. We can do it when I come up. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. So the second one that we've got is we all know about the corrupted candy. So. Oh, yeah. This says the common saying, don't take candy from strangers, dates back to the abduction of Charlie Ross in 1874, who was lured into a horse-drawn carriage with a treat and never seen again. So while there is some truth to this saying, not all candy is out to do evil. But even though that's the case, the annual rumors persist and run the gamut from razor blades hidden inside candy apples to candy corn laced with arsenic. Now, while poison candy remains in the realm of urban legends for the most part, I'm adding the for the most part from this thing because... I'll tell you why here in a minute. Instances of sharp objects concealed inside foodstuffs and handed out during Halloween have occurred. So the moral of this story is be cautious with your sweets. Now, yeah. the the reason I, lived, I said... I lived through this. Yeah. I imagine you did too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this was, this Where, was um, big in my time. I remember being a kid and my parents saying, now don't eat anything until we've checked it. Mm-hmm. And... And I can remember, you know, for several years, you could take your candy bags to a local hospital and they would x-ray it for you. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. So, you know, I mean, it it did happen from what I understand. I mean, this there's a lot of urban legend to it, but it, it did actually happen and it was enough to put a scare into parents that had kids of trick-or-treating age to to not want them to touch anything before they had at least had a chance to inspect it, make sure the wrapper was intact. But to, to take it all the you know, go all the way to the hospital. Yeah. You know, and that, to me, that would be just a cool thing to do. I never did it. You know, my parents weren't, you know, they weren't, they weren't going to take my, my bag. I, I only went to places that I knew people anyway. I wouldn't. I wasn't sure. allowed to just go randomly through. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that, well, that would be cool. You know, I was like, can I keep it? Can I, can you take a picture? <laughs> yeah, right. I, I doubt they, they weren't really doing that. And I, you know, but that's what I always heard is that the hospitals would do that. Yep. And I heard that too. And they had the same thing in my area growing up is that you could take it either to the hospital or to the police station and they would look at it for you. And, there is the story there. It was a Texas man who uh, laced his kids candy with poison and killed his kids. And I think that kind of started spurring on some of this, you know, be afraid of candy because the fam the, or the people around him thought he was trying to hand it out to 
neighbor kids when in reality it wasn't it was just for his kids but that kind of started that you know oh there's laced candy out here and you better be careful imagine uh imagine trick-or-treating and like living next door to jerry garcia oh lord you know because because he was infamous for for dosing people without their knowledge all the time right you know Carlos Santana has an amazing story about getting dosed by the Grateful Dead at Woodstock. <laughs> but I mean, imagine that, you know, you're a kid, you're like, you know, eating a Hershey kiss. And the next thing you know, the Hershey kiss is talking to you. you right. Know? Right. Well, see, the candy bag is going, eat all of me tonight. You know, it's turning into a <laughs> giant bag and it's vomiting candy on you. And you're like, oh my God. Right. <laughs> and And it's funny you bring that up. Um, because the next one I have is acid tattoos and ecstasy. Ah, yes. So, <laughs> so it says this myth, uh, which is kind of a variation of the poison candy uh, that we talked about before, um, talks about a different kind of foreign substance that may be lurking in your kid's candy. Uh, specifically, temporary tattoos laced with LSD and ec- ecstasy pills masquerading as candy or you know what i always heard as it might be a pez you know um yeah now apparently parents should watch out for houses handing out loose leaf gummies or brightly colored sweets or anything meant to be applied directly onto the skin because surely the intent is to send your child down the rabbit hole permanently yeah so for me it's like i've known people that would, you know, that do these things, they're not going to just randomly hand out their stuff to children. You know, right. that's just a waste of their money. So why would they do right. that? Yeah. Can you, yeah. I can see, I can see taking my kids up to the house and knocking on the door and the guy coming to the door going, Hey man, what's <laughs> uh happy Halloween, man. Here I, I'm out of candy, but I've got some of these brownies. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let's have one of them brownies. Um, yeah. Right. That's for me, not the kids. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's an adult brownie, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, happy Halloween to you too, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but apparently that was a that's a big scare that people had. And I can kind of remember that being a thing um, that my grandmother would always tell me is that better be careful that people don't slip drugs into your candy and all that. I'd never heard the temporary tattoos, but I did hear well, the candy. Hey, because, you know, temporary tattoos today are, they're pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And there's a process. When I was a kid, I remember there were there was gum. You could buy the gum that came in like a flat package, almost like bazooka gum would be like a big fat block. Mm-hmm. And it had tattoos in it. Now, you, all you had to do, that was just, it was just ink. All you had to do was lick it. Mm-hmm. You licked it and you slapped it on and it didn't didn't usually look like what it was. It right. just looked like some kind of weird green blob on your hand or whatever. Um, but you did it. And, you know, you didn't have to run it underwater. Or, you know, it, it wasn't going to peel away. It was just ink. You just licked it, activated the ink, slapped it on your skin. Um, so I could I, I could see where that might have been the case. Yep. But again, it might have happened. Why? Why, you know, why would you dose a bunch of kids? I mean, I, it would be funny. Um, maybe never. Because, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, you're... You know, I mean, that that's, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I dose these kids. Yeah, well, what, why? You know, what, what <laughs> right. enjoyment are you getting? You know, your parents, are, the parents are just going to 
freak out at their kid, you know, having a conversation with the cat, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's not going to do you any good. Um, all right, so the next one I've got is the madman with a hook for a hand. <laughs> oh, this story. Yeah, and this, this story's been around a long time. Yes, it has. Um, and this article says you're a blossoming adolescent and your hormones are raging so naturally you'd welcome the chance to make out with someone in the car after a halloween party but according to this tale it may be best to keep one hand on the ignition so the story goes that while two young lovers are swapping spit a a news story comes on over the radio detailing the story of a woman who was murdered nearby so the culprit well a madman escaped from a nearby insane asylum with a hook for a hand Then the teens hear a scratching along the car's exterior. Against all reason, they get out to investigate, and, well, we know what happened then. Yeah. So the Hookman tale is apparently an urban legend dating back to at least the early 1950s. Um, In some instances, the teens escape before the killer sinks his hook into them. In other tellings, they're not so lucky. Now, while it's nothing more than a ghost story that doubles as a cautionary tale about teen sexuality the hookman legend may have some connection to some fact loosely fact you know loosely based facts um real life lovers lane slayings uh, were likely to contribute to the longevity of this urban legend but the the texarkana murders are said to have inspired the hookman legend mhm yeah oh yeah so the town that dreaded sundown yeah exactly so we know this urban legend we've heard it and i'd be interested on any of these to to know how many people have heard these because they're interesting they're fun yeah fun fact about texarkana mm-hmm. uh, it's where amanda's from right and i lived there as well for a short period of time and we didn't know each other there that's weird. Yeah. That, that, that's a that's a, a weird, like, to be in the same city, not know each other, and then years later end up together. And it's not just that. I mean, it's not like we both lived in Chicago or something, you know, where there's millions of people. You know, we lived in, you know, a small town, you know, of Texarkana. What are, mm-hmm. what are the odds? You know, right. and then both wind up, you know, in Tennessee. Right. It's weird. Yeah. It is weird. It was meant to be, Matt. It was meant to be. <laughs> it was. <laughs> a little, little romance on your Halloween night. Yeah, that's icky. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the last one I got here is the spider wig. Spider. Spider wig. Spider, spider wig. wig. Does what? <laughs> so... <laughs> so In this story, a young woman is putting together her own costume with stuff that she's found in her grandmother's attic. Now, she sets her her eyes on a witch hat and a wig. She dresses up and she heads to a party. Now, while at the party, her scalp is a bit itchy, but she thinks nothing of it until fellow partiers start freaking out. Out of her headgear and crawling all over her face are thousands of tiny little eight-legged arachnids. Oh, God. Right. So apparently this creepy crawly legend likely dates back to the 1950s when rumors spread of women 
unwittingly carrying a bug infestation in their bouffant hairdos. Oh, my God. So, I mean, that would <sighs> freak Yeah, That gives me the willies a little bit. Yeah, so I shave my head. Yeah, there you go. No, no, Don't have to not, worry about it. That's not why I shave my head. Well, I would, I would say so. Just start that room. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't even imagine. Couldn't even imagine. Yeah, it freaked me out. Yeah. So, Matt, what other Halloween urban legends have you heard? I, I don't know that. I, I used to do a lot on Halloween, and I, I've, I've shared some of these stories. You know, I, I don't know that I, I know any any other urban legends beyond these. That you know, and and some of those I don't know that you necessarily associate directly with Halloween. Um, you know, like the Hook Man. I, you know. That one's been around so long, um, but I know that I've I've had a lot of weird things happen to me on Halloween. But uh, this is probably one of the funniest that's that's happened to me on Halloween. Now, I startle real easy, you know. So, uh, which is somebody fun. coming? Yeah, I mean, somebody comes around the corner, you know, and and I I will jump and scream, you know, <laughs> I, I will do something. You you will get a reaction. And it, it's just, it's just the way, the way I am. I can't control it. Well, one of Amanda's favorite things to do to get me is while I'm in the shower, she will come and just pull the curtain back and then just stare, <laughs> you know, won't say a word, just look and I'll be washing my face. And, and then when I open my eyes, there's face and I'm right. like, what? You know, in the shower. <laughs> well, years ago, years ago, um, she had managed to come across one of these plastic white masks. You know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? Just the, the one that just covers the face. Yep. Okay. So I'm in the shower. It's, it's like Halloween. It's Halloween day. And I'm washing my face and everything. And I, I opened my eyes, and there's the white face staring at me. <laughs> and of course, I lose it. I'm like, Bleh! and you know, she is dying. I mean, <laughs> she is laughing so hard. Okay, and I'm just like, oh my god, my heart skipped a beat. Good thing you were in the shower; you could wash off what came out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it gets better. So. She she left for work. I'm I'm getting out of the shower. I'm getting ready for work. I'm leaving and everybody's gone. Kids are at school. She's gone to work. I get in my truck and I start my truck and I start to back up and I look in the rearview mirror and there's the white face. And I'm ah! and she has hung the damn mask. <laughs> In the back seat, that's so that great. it's looking in the rearview mirror. That's and great. She got me twice, and all I, all I remember is sending her some text. You know, immediately, like <laughs> I cannot believe that you you did this, and you got me twice, and you weren't even here to get me the second time. <laughs> that's great. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's that's the relationship we have. Yeah, I like it. But That's look, funny. My my sister is in the Facebook group. She's probably got I don't I, countless stories of 
uh, somebody, you know, at the house growing up scaring the daylights out of me just by coming around a corner and jumping out at me. Yeah. You know, it, it's just it's just the way it is. I can't control it, you know. It's a natural reaction, <laughs> you know. It happens. So one of the uh one of the weird ones that I've heard and I think there was um uh, some case to substantiate it, but there was this rumor going around that, you know, some houses they didn't have fake decorations like bodies hanging. They were legit bodies hanging. Oh yeah. And I remember somewhere that there that actually happened uh where somebody I think was hanging in a tree or something and they thought it was Halloween decoration, but it ended up not being. And I can remember that being for years that was talked about as oh man you know, something you need to watch out for or whatever yeah yeah i can remember there there was one there was always the the story that there was a haunted house like one that you paid to go through mm-hmm. that nobody ever made it all the way through right and that somehow that if you somehow made it through you got all your money back or mm-hmm. something Mm-hmm. You know that there was always that, and I don't. I don't think it ever actually existed. No, there's. It was a, always just every year. I remember hearing that story. Well, there's the McCamey Manor. Now uh, started oh, out in geez. California, and it's in Tennessee now, and it's kind of that way. I wouldn't consider it a haunted house. It's more of just a torture house. Um, but apparently, if you make it through without quitting, you get some number of thousands of dollars, like twenty thousand dollars or something. And uh, nobody's you know, it, it only it only costs like a bag of dog food to yep. go through it. Yep. If you ever, I I had never heard of it, and I guess I don't know. A while back, Amanda and I watched the show Dark Tourist on yeah. Netflix. Yep. And they did a show about it, and, and and I almost couldn't watch it. I was like, it was making me nervous. Yeah, I mean, I it's like, just torture. There's nothing. That's right. fun about it. You're just being tortured. So why would you do that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't understand. It's not, uh, that's not fun. No. You know, that's, that's horrifying. Yeah, exactly. You know, of course in my twisted head, I'm, I'm always thinking, look, you're going to screw up mm-hmm. and you're, you're, you're not going to stop when yeah. you need to stop and you're yeah. going to kill me. Right. You know, yeah. so that's my worry yeah. too. I'm not, I'm not paying you anything, dog food or not, to, no, to almost right? kill me. Right. No, it's not going to happen. All right. So that's <laughs> all we got for our little bonus treat episode here for you guys. Um, if you have heard any of these urban legends, let us know. Um, if you have heard some other ones that we didn't touch on in this article that I found, um, let us know that too. You know, hop in the Facebook group on Twitter or get on our website and shoot us a note that way and let us know let us know what you've heard or something your family has told you make sure you don't do this on halloween kind of thing yeah absolutely so uh so yeah as adam said get in our facebook group go check our website it's graveyardpodcast.com uh you can find uh links to buy a graveyard tells merchandise you can listen to the show and you can also become a patron and thank you so much to those of you who have donated to the show um, that's all I got, Adam, man. Oh, Happy yeah. Halloween, brother. Happy Halloween to you too, man. All right. Until next time, we'll save you a seat 
in the graveyard. See you soon.